What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 157 of PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host for this week, Mike Harridance, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ben Shillabir-Hall. How's it going, mate? Not too bad, thank you. And how are you? I'm good, man. <clears throat> a bit tired, but good. Most gym <laughs> sessions are starting to um, wear me down a bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I was um, a little bit frustrated uh, playing Resi 7 <laughs> on the hard mode, which I'll obviously get to later. But, yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, had a pretty relaxing weekend, actually. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, cool. Um, so you've been all right, have you, dude? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Cool. Playing Horizon a lot? Uh, yeah. Yes, I have. Yes. Well, you and everyone else, I reckon. It's <laughs> even <laughs> that on the Switch, isn't it, this weekend? Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, and joining, um, joining myself and Ben is uh, Neil Bolt. How's it going, Neil? Hello. Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. Um, yeah, same sort of story, I suppose. So probably less so on the Horizon front. I'm like the middle ground here. You know, there's Alfonso's probably played a lot. There's Ben who's played a fair bit. There's me, and then there's you that's played none. I don't imagine. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't got the game yet. Getting it for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, birthday. Good treat. Yeah, I picked a very bad time to get it, to be honest. But uh, in terms of stuff sort of landing on my lap at the same time. But uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Sweet. And as you may may have gathered from those comments there, we have, of course, Alfonso Boxell joining us, Mr. Bonds himself. How's it going, dude? Um, how you doing, Mike? Neil, Ben. Um, just like Neil said, I have played Horizon a lot, but I took a break, and I will explain that later when we discuss what we're playing. Other than that, I just saw Logan, and um, kind of sad that it ended the way it did, but overall, it was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw it as well on the day it came out over here. I was um really good film, definitely. Yeah, definitely sad though, definitely. Um yeah, it'd be interesting to see where they go with that next. Um <clears throat> Okie dokie. Um well this week has been pretty much dominate this past week rather was pretty much dominated by the Switch, so it has been a bit quiet uh, quieter on the um sort of the old PlayStation front. Um just out of interest, um we won't go into this in in any deal detail, but have a switch here at all no waiting for games okay, has for a... one. <laughs> someone on the psu team has got a switch i think it might be Ernest, but um yeah, yeah i think he might be the only one i'm not too sure also yeah, I... if you ever buy a switch lick the cartridges they taste so good oh come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't do that <laughs> cool fair enough tell them well <laughs> <laughs> well it was um yeah okay well we obviously we had a lot of the switch stuff going in and stuff that kind of like took over most things but we did have a, have a couple of things going on as far as playstation went uh, sony actually um for a day at least uh cut the price of ps4 in europe uh which is quite interesting to um try and sort of um combat the switch and although at the same time they did uh congratulate nintendo on the launch and um on the reviews for zelda because um zelda has been getting fantastic reviews it's um I think it's the highest games on Metacritic of all time. Um, But apparently not as good as Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that is the pinnacle of video games. It's the Citizen Kane of video games. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So probably one of the biggest, uh, apart from that, one of the biggest news is that the Mass Effect Andromeda beta has been, a multiplayer beta has been cancelled. That was going to kick off pretty much... um, I think that was going to be sort of the end of February, uh, beginning of March, but they but they announced earlier this week that that will not be happening. 
Bruins. Oh. Yeah. Bruins. They said um, the um, Bioware's <laughs> Fernando Melo uh, said on Twitter it's for right decision for how close we are to um, uh, for the game uh, uh, going live. Obviously, it's coming out on March 21st in the US and 23rd in the UK and Europe. So um, it's not not that far away. So uh, yeah, that, that's probably a bit of a disappointment, but it isn't that far off. Um, they have been shown. What was that, Ben? It's not just the fact that it's a disappointment. It's the fact that, really, we haven't seen a huge amount of gameplay. I know we're getting those little teaser video trailers with a little bit of gameplay, but it's not been anything substantial, really. That's, you know... Yeah, but... yeah, The beta would have been a good way for people to actually see what they're actually doing, rather than these little tiny bits. Yeah, that's true. Um, As Ben said, they have been releasing those um, uh, gameplay series trailers, so... Uh, bought another one out this week as well. Um, yeah, I mean it's um, it's looking um, wow, like Mass Effect Andromeda. Funnily enough, <laughs> pretty much exactly what it does on the tin. I, d- you know, I don't know. There's still something that's um, still something um, that's I don't know what it is. That's just not grabbing me yet on that. I'm not too sure. I, it's probably I have no. I, I can't put my finger on what it is. It just um, it just doesn't leap out at you for some reason. It just looks like Mass Effect Three on steroids at the moment. I thought there would be something a little bit more um. Uh, I don't know. I mean, when you look at stuff like Uncharted 4 to the other games and stuff, there was such a big kind of, um, even though it was quite similar, there was such a big leap forward in terms of the visuals and stuff. And it just looked, um, I don't know, maybe familiarity isn't necessarily a bad thing with this. I mean, look at, you know, games that I like, like Resident Evil and stuff. I love love it when they're familiar. So I don't know. I, I can't put my finger on it until I play it probably. But this would, this would have been a good opportunity to actually see, as Ben said, what it, you know, what it could have been like. But so there we go. But yeah, less than a month, uh, less than a month to go now. Um, are you guys um, looking forward to Mass Effect Andromeda? Uh, ben, may as well start with you since you chimed in there. I am, but it looks very disappointing. Can you sort of elaborate why at all? Because I had trouble doing it myself. <laughs> the animations look barely above what Mass Effect 3 did. The graphics don't look as good as what I'd expect with the Frostbite engine. Yeah, the they graphics... Were... They removed yeah. the squad powers, kind of. Basically, you you know before you could control what your squad did? You know, with yeah. With abilities. Yeah. They've removed that. Oh. They, they now combo to your abilities, which, yeah, it's fair enough. That's nice, but I liked comboing off them sometimes. Have them style off. Not me style off all the time. Yeah, um, yeah, that was pretty... Yeah, that's, uh, that was quite useful, that was. Um, but, yeah... yeah. And some people like the fact that they got rid of the Paragon and Renegade system. I'll see how it is, but I liked how it was in a way. We'll see how they've changed it, but yeah. Uh, but for good, I guess. Uh, uh, um, you can have more than one set of abilities. At lo- what? Yeah, I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's about it. <laughs> All right. I like the make. I, I like the fact that Mako's back, or the um, or the Nomad. I think as it's called this time around. I always enjoyed that in the first one, but yeah, yeah. The, the graphics don't strike me at all. I know it sounds shallow talking about graphics, but it really doesn't look. It doesn't. The characters just don't look right to me. They look kind of plasticky, you know. They. I mean, I think it's just. I think. I think the big problem is we've been sport with Uncharted Four because that has yet to be beaten. I think in terms of visuals. I mean, Resident Evil Seven looks rough compared to Uncharted Four in certain. I would say aspects. Horizon. Compete with Uncharted. Yeah, well, that that does look very we'll, good. We'll get to that later because I may disagree slightly there, but okay. <laughs> um, well, Neil, hand it over to you about Mass Effect, buddy. Um, 
it's another one of those games I've just gone months without caring about, and the closer it gets, it's like, eh, okay, I'm seeing more of it now, and I can see a pattern of what I might like. And more recent videos have shown off what I do like about Mass Effect, which has nothing to do with the combat. It's more about sort of conversations and the yeah uh, the camaraderie with your team and a bit of exploration looks like it's in there as well, which sounds cool, and just to hope it's not big open spaces for the sake of big open spaces in some of the places they've shown and maybe the combat's more fun than it looks because well yeah i i won't go in expecting that to be the linchpin of the whole thing so i don't know it'll probably it'll be all right i think i think one of those games where even if it is following the same safe route it's not a bad route to go you know three titles that are highly rated already yeah Cool. Um, and finally, Fonz, how about you, buddy? How do you feel about um, Mass Effect Andromeda? Um, um, to me, I'm 50-50 on it because I didn't like how Mass Effect 3 ended. That was a disappointment for me. But on the other hand, I'm curious to see what this one was going to bring. But based on what you and Ben said about it, I think they should just hold back and delay a few more months to work on it. Because what y'all saying about the characters not looking right, and the other stuff that that's not that's not going to be a good selling point for them if they keep it how it is now. I do wonder though that it's just the engine, to be honest, because it's always been like that with any of BioWare's games that the character faces have been a bit yeah in places. They've got away with it with a lot of the alien faces because they are alien faces, but, but as soon as you get humans, they're like, oh no, we don't know how to human. But they're using the frostbite this time, aren't they? Mm. But it's still the same art style, you know. True. This is it. They're still using their same team for that. So, yeah, it, it's unsurprising in that regard. And, you know, Frostbite Engine doesn't get used for any real emotion. It's, you know, it's, it's uh, all grim war and football normally. So, But football has all the emotions. All of them. I'll be, I'll be honest. The, <laughs> the, the, outra- the outrage or you see on a player's face in FIFA is akin to I have sat on something. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, that's my rage face anyway, so maybe they just most of it from me. <laughs> Nicely done. Fair enough. Well, I guess we'll wait and see. I'll be interested. Um, I'll definitely... Uh, I think the uh, problem with me is as well, I, I became really invested in Mass Effect because of the characters and stuff and that storyline because it was so well done despite what you, whatever you may think of the ending and the various problems with that. And obviously I, I did have my issues as well, like most people, I think. But um, I was so invested in those characters, that universe, that particular part of the, the universe with those those locations and stuff. I think I find it hard to travel, to, sort of to let go of that and everything starting anew. I, w- I wish there would have been more of a, I'm not necessarily Shepard, because his story's done fair enough. And whether or not he's dead, I don't know. He may or may not be. But, you know, even if he wasn't part of the equation, I didn't think he ever would be. But I still thought they would be. You know, it would have been nice if it was set, I don't know, 20 years after instead of 600. You know, you, you know, you could still see Garrus maybe. You'd have a cameo or someone's related to Garrus or someone related, you know, you know, well, something to do with Rex or just something to, you know. It's set in a back. completely different universe, a different galaxy. So completely different yeah. galaxy. So there's no way even if it was 20 years in the future, they would be able to get there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I wish it was kind of like 20 years in the future in that in the galaxy where they were in the original one. It would have been nice if it was set there because it would have felt more. It would have felt more connected to those games. I'm not really a fan of the way they way sort of some franchises they just 
it's kind of like with Resi 4 when they just did away with the whole umbrella thing and literally they only had Leon in that, you know, and everything else was just wiped away completely. Well, this is probably more extreme because there's not any returning characters at all as far as I know. I just, I don't know, that, that kind of disappointed me a bit. I think that's why it's hard to sort of care. It's not like, oh, yeah, we're going to play Shepard again. Oh, I wonder what happens with the Reapers, with Garrus, all this kind of stuff. There's nothing there anymore. So, but I suppose, you know... Um, you know, I suppose that I imagine they'd start a new trilogy from this. I mean, they said it's a standalone story, but there's room for more. They said it's unlikely to be the last one, but you know, there we go. I, I hope it isn't. I, ho- I hope they build on it, build on it more definitely. Um, cool. Uh, well, apart from that, we had more on Assassin's Creed Empire, which is the uh, rumored um, next install uh, name of the uh, next Assassin's Creed game, which may or may not be out this year. This was um, this has been rumoured for a while to take place in Egypt, and this time uh, this week we had a couple of screenshots um, leak which seem to uh, show that the game does place uh, take place in Egypt or possibly in Greece. Uh, initially it was thought to be Egypt or Greece, but there was a second screenshot that came out which appears to um, show it, it's more likely to be Egypt now because I've had a sign. Uh, one of the map icons or something is uh, the sign of what you see uh, on the pharaohs. Um, uh, uh, something to do with the, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's something to do with the pharaohs or something to, obviously related to Egypt. Um, I think he was going, you know, you were exploring a pyramid in this picture or going into a pyramid. And there was a screenshot last year that seemed to show the, um, I think it was some sort of animus type setup where it had it clearly showed pyramids and stuff and mentioned egypt as well so that would link in with this this latest one and um there, there was uh there was something about the shield as well the design of the shield i think people were saying that it looked like it was it was related to um a, a sort of greek design but i'm not too sure i think it's more likely going to, going to be egypt now uh, but we don't really know much about the game yet there hasn't been any official confirmation on the next game obviously they're making it but it hasn't it hasn't had a formal reveal yet uh, they even said that um, it may not even come out this year, that it, it would be ready, you know, when it's ready kind of thing. And if that means uh, no Assassin's Creed game this year, then fair enough. So, you know, it could still be very early on. It may not be. It may just be they're keeping it quiet and they give us a full reveal at E3. Who knows? But, yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea of Egypt as a location. I think it's really good. I think it would be um, kind of nice to take things back to basics a bit with that kind of, like, more primitive technology because they were more going forward and forward and forward, you know, more of, I mean, the last one we had was obviously in the um, Victorian era, and there was a small part set in the First World War, so it's getting more and more modern times. I think the series definitely was at its best when it was in more of the uh, the medieval sort of period, or the, you know, the Italian um, or stuff with Etsy, the Renaissance and everything. That was, I think that was where it's, I think most people agree that's, that was one of the best ones. So this is obviously, I imagine, ancient, I, I presume it's ancient Egypt, so they're going back, you know, way way back now um I'm, i have no idea what time period it is but i presume bc at some point um but either way i, I really like the idea of that i think um the idea of exploring egypt and um, they could totally do the i mean you can you can totally see them having the uh the tombs and stuff in the uh, pyramids as like optional kind of like things you can go to like kind of like the assassin's tombs in uh Resident Evil, in assassin's creed 2 and everything like that and the crypts in brotherhood so i can totally see those being optional places to like to loot and everything so i, I i'm really looking forward to this i hope i really hope it is in egypt and i think um i think taking it sort of back to basics is a good idea now because i think they've gone a bit too far forward at the moment so um it'd be interesting to see what they do with that um so yeah uh let's start with Fonz first of all uh, how do you feel about this Fonz? are you 
Buster talk about Assassin's Creed, the next one. What do you reckon about an Egypt e- Egyptian setting? Um, I say to me, it's an interesting setting to choose, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Like what you said just now about the tombs and, and the crypts, that would be an interesting plot because if you try to loot it, um, you know, in, in Egypt terms, they always have the curse and the booby traps. So it would be nice to put that kind of twist based with the story that they, whatever story they try to do with it as well. I hope they Good. choose Egypt. I don't, uh, Greece to me, I don't, I don't think Greece can fit an Assassin Creed, you know, Creed setting. I think Egypt would be um, more fitting for it. So, if it doesn't come out this year, I'll be glad because I'm, you know, I'm tired of Assassin's Creed coming out every year. It feels like Call of Duty. So if they need an extra year to take off to make this game good, then they should just take that year and make it come out next year. I'll, I'll be okay with that. Nice one, man. Yeah, I agree with what you said there about the curse and the curses and everything. That'd be great, definitely. Uh, booby traps especially very um kind of Tomb Raider-esque. Um, they've done that before with a few things. The um kind of like areas have had Certain areas have had booby traps and stuff, and it worked really well. So I agree with that. Um, Neil, how about you, buddy? Um, yeah, I'm hoping that the little gap we've had between Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft you know, trying new ideas in the meantime with their other franchises and it means hopefully we are going to get a, a return to form and something a bit different. I'm guessing the uh, screenshot was definitely early footage from based on that. Interestingly, it was shipped around the internet um, to different sites at different times, cropped differently, uh, which does suggest that this is a a bit of a PR move on Ubisoft's part rather than an actual leak. So, so yeah, yeah, I found that through um, Kotaku UK's Rich Stanton. He was one of his reporters, sort of dug through it to find out and found it had sort of done the rounds. I think it came up a month ago just in a slightly different way. All right. So yeah, that's it. That's it. And yeah, it will pop up here and there. It seems to be similar patterns. So yeah, just interesting that it's, uh, you always always hear about that sort of a you know conspiracy of all. Oh, they, they just put out these leaked shots and just shows that it, it probably does happen more often than we think. I think with the leaked stuff, it's uh, no coincidence that it happens quite yeah. so often. <laughs> but um, yeah, hopefully. Ubi have been doing better in recent times, I've found. You know, stuff like they turned Rainbow Six around when that was looking a bit bare bones at launch. Uh, you know, Watch Dogs 2 was really good you know, for what it was. Um, Ghost Recon Wildlands is yeah, on the higher end of things. It's, yeah, I think they could do well with this now. So And For Honor, sorry for getting that. That's had some pretty good reviews. Yeah, I'm hoping this little time off where they've done little things different has sort of made them sort of refresh the franchise somewhat. That, that's what we're hoping for, isn't it, really? And Egypt would be a nice place to go, sort of pair it back. And they've talked about, you know, taking out the, uh, you know, modern-day stuff completely and just keeping it you know, in the past. So that would, again, I think would be very refreshing and just keep... Because the modern stuff's really not necessary at this point. People don't really play it for the modern stuff anyway. Let's be honest. It's uh, <laughs> all that play it for desmond <laughs> yeah so tell us a story you don't have to go with the whole apples and not all that nonsense just tell us a story in history of a character going through historical settings that just happens to be about assassins work sounds good to me um 
interestingly as well that uh that screenshot oh <clears throat> sorry just bang my leg there <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> yeah that screenshot um there was a one that i think that actually appeared not necessarily that one but the same the same title that actually cropped up something like 18 months ago i think initially mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, it's a persia uh reboots but it's more likely turned out to be uh, a very very early um testing screenshot for um the new assassin's creed game so that's just something interesting to note as well um so uh yeah ben sorry uh last but not least how about you everyone's been serious so i'm gonna go stupid if you go has taught me anything it's damn you ancient egypt <laughs> curse you ancient egypt um but yeah assassin's creed it, it exists and i don't really pay attention to it unless it's sent under again then, right. I, then right, i really enough. enjoyed it but normally no i'm not a big fan of the series <laughs> but curse you ancient egypt uh, egypt's one of those places that i think will just mesh well with that franchise so. Obviously, they're not going to do fe- not going to do feudal Japan. That's often been said for years and years. I think. Well, we've if had the closest Ch- to that with the Assassin's Creed two D stuff. Really, that's as close yeah, as and, we'll get. And, and for honor, having samurais, and that's it. Really, yeah. that, that's yeah. as far as we'll go. I think this is it. This is the other big thing that's been rumored for years and years and years. And yeah, I just the whole setup of it. It is that lost link between Prince of Persia and Assassin's Creed that always should have been i think and hopefully they'll uh make it more uh, flexible in the whole parkour of it this time around you know not so stilted and not so also yeah. they should have a, a prince of persia reference in the game oh well yeah you know i know it's not obviously yeah, let's, let's clarify here two different continents <laughs> but, yeah uh, but i'm just saying yeah. the fact that it's still you know yeah the fact not... that people thought it was a prince of persia game if they have like some sort of doll or figure you know just to sort of yeah, like you know, like that Easter egg they put out before every game, which is like, if you buy this game, we'll make sure Beyond Good and yeah. Evil Two happens. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's happening apparently, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, the, it's it been is happening. happening. It's uh, no good word is that it will be a, a Switch title, to be honest. So, in down the line. Yeah, but then so, it wasn't also a Wii U game at one point. Wasn't a PS3 yeah. game at one point also. <laughs> But it sounds like it could be an exclusive dealio on that one. So well, it might be a Scorpio game. A Scorpio game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, nah, you heard wrong. PS Five. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Kingdom Hearts. But, uh... Yeah, <laughs> this right. Oh dear. Okay, yeah. well, um, that's um, you know, as I said, the Switch is pretty much dominating the news this week. So that's kind of the main stuff to talk to uh, talk about there. Really. Uh, well, we remember though. Just uh, PS Plus stuff got announced this week, didn't it, as well? Oh, of course, PS Plus, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is off by heart, actually. I'm going to uh, have to go look. Well, <laughs> concentrate on the, the PS4 stuff. It was Terraway Unfolded and Disc Jam, which has rumoured to be the, the uh, next Rocket League in terms of being a free game that hasn't come out yet that's multiplayer and is a take on a sport that isn't real, uh, sort of. But uh, it's like frisbee tennis volleyball sort of stuff in a futuristic settings is is it looks cool i've heard good things about it from people in the uh who've been in the beta i i haven't got around to the beta myself 
Yeah, I've got the better code, but I forgot to actually use it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it was just that point where it's like, oh, I will, I will. Um, hang on, I'm playing this, I'll play that. No. Yeah, it's supposedly very good. So it could, it could be a very good month for Plus, which, you know, considering the whole uh, Xbox uh, free games things that they're coming up with now, it uh, could be the, the right time to up their game a bit. Was it the game that I felt like a tro- Was it announced at PlayStation Experience last year? As they were so like, I think it was this game where they were like, "Oh yeah, one of the best game, one of the games you've been really wanting to return is coming back soon." And it was this. No, was that, that, was win- that, that was similar. It was Windjammers. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Because okay. I remember, yeah. it's like, oh my god, it's something amazing, something amazing, Spyro, maybe. Oh my god, maybe it's Roll Cage. Oh my god, who knows what it's going to be. <laughs> Yeah, it's described as <laughs> a fast-paced action sports game that pits two to four players against each other in a frantic combination of air hockey and tennis. There you go. So, there we go. Interesting. So they'll be out next week and free next week. So we'll find out then. Uh, yeah, and just for the uh, record, uh, the full lineup here is Tearaway Unfolded, Disc Jam, Lumo, Under Night in Birth, EXE late, never heard of that. Um, Earth Defense Force 2025 and Severed. So there we go. Yeah, the the month I picked to go and sell my Vita is the month if we get the last exclude big, fairly big exclusive game in Severed on Plus. So there you go. It's like literally there was nothing I have to play. <laughs> oh, that's always a way, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, well, that's not that's pretty much all the all the major stuff um, in terms of news and everything. We're just going to um, segue into um, what we've been playing now, guys. What about um, the Destiny my... news? The whole, your character really won't whole... really transfer to Destiny 2. Yeah, but no one cares about Destiny anymore. Mike, <laughs> 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 I, I have something to add. Yeah, sure, go on, Fonz. Um, They said that the US PlayStation Store is going to start adding charging sale tax next month. Has that happened to y'all already? No, we, we already get taxed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. It's oh. been taxed since it came out. Yeah, we, we just get it included in the price over here. Yeah. So it's like, there's always a culture shock when you go to America and it's like, oh, everything looks cheap. And then they add on the tax and stuff. And it's just like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's like when you're ordering food, you're like, okay, so that's how much it's okay. Oh, now there's tax. Now there's oh, the tip. <laughs> what, what else do I need to pay? Do I need to feed your dog as well? <laughs> in fairness, yeah. it's worth it. It is worth it for the polite service. Which oh, is, yeah, uh... the, the service is a lot better than here. Yeah, they've been rolling that out uh, to different states um, sort of um, recently, I think. Uh, they've. Uh... It was bound to happen. I think they... I wish it had happened when they decided to, to cut the price, prices of stuff on the store. Yeah. Because now they've got an excuse to keep the prices high and push them higher again. Has Michael died? Michael, oh, Michael, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay. here. Neil, for some reason, Neil Neil talks and then he goes really quiet and cu- cuts out completely. Then he comes back in again, which is really uh, uh, weird. Okay, that's weird. It's not. It's not doing that for me. No, it's for me. I, I I I thought maybe we're just fantasizing about the gym again. No, no, no that's a totally <laughs> yeah, only, yeah, only, yeah, I do that as well, but no. Um, what do that? Uh, you do fantasize like you've confirmed everyone. <laughs> we, yeah, that's 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 why it's weird. Yeah, apparently it only seems to be me, but yeah, Neil will cut out mid sentence and then I wait 
for him to start again, and obviously he stopped. And you've asked, he's asked me something, and I didn't hear it. It's okay. We'll <laughs> leave that in for dramatic tension. It'll be fine. Yeah. So <laughs> if I quiet again, just let me know when Neil stops talking, so I know when to go in. <laughs> charming, charming. We'll, we'll sing a song in between. Yeah, that's, that's, that's bizarre. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Anyway, makes it fun. Uh, but yeah, um, let's um, let's move on now to what we've been playing. I think um, we've um, obviously. A, uh, obviously, we've had a Ryzen come out, so a lot of you guys have been playing that. So, um, nah, nobody's played that. It's a boring game. Brand so, well, since, since all three of you have actually <laughs> played that game, and I figured I'd just let you guys talk amongst yourselves for a bit. I mean, it makes sense um, about Horizon, and then you can add anything else. So, uh, yeah, uh, it saves me yeah, talking over you. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah go crazy guys horizon i don't know what i don't know who wants to uh, neil just do you want to kick things off mate yeah, well? yeah I'll, I'll, I'll reel in the hosty bit here um yeah so horizon it came out we knew all the good stuff from last week from kyle when he uh, came on angry for our show and told us all about what he'd seen and now we've had our chance to get our hands on this whole robot animals mm. robot animals not dinosaurs as much as everyone goes on about robot dinosaurs it's robot animals let's be fair yeah oh okay <laughs> Rap, robot robo, robo nah, i can't think of a word i'll think of a word by the end of this yeah that's it <laughs> machinimals <laughs> machinimals yeah machinimals yeah. Okay. yeah machinimals there you go Work this <laughs> okay um yeah, so we've all played different amounts, as I said at the beginning of the show. I probably played the least because of review commitments. Um, and then Ben's in the middle. So we'll definitely no, start. I'm, I'm getting near the end. All right. I forget Ben plays in giant chunks of time. <laughs> <laughs> so we can go back to Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so I played very little, but these two have played a fair bit. I try um, to make time exist just so I can play it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> time bending Ben. Cool. Um, so yeah, as I've got the least to say, I'll, I'll probably mention what I've seen first. Um, I've done the beginning bit, you know, so the first couple of hours, you know, the, the proving and just going out into the wider world. And that's it. And yeah, seems all right. Kind of, it looks lovely in places. In other places, not so much. We, we were making the uh, comparison to Uncharted earlier. And yeah, this Uncharted is a more polished game overall i think whereas this because this is an open world you you do see a lot more defects in the way it comes out you know it's like uh characters will just pop up in uh, cut scenes and stuff and uh facial animations will go weird or jump this slightly between uh, uh from one camera angle to another and it looks like they've moved the character it's odd little things it's like not really noticeable at first, but when you hear a lot of hype about how beautiful the game is, you tend to start nitpicking the smaller details. But still, very, very lovely game. For an open-world game, it is gorgeous at times. And you know, the, the whole very Far Cry-esque and Witcher-esque mix of hunting and that is really fun so far in as fights sort of progress and you get onto bigger creatures and more deadly creatures, it's uh, yeah, it's quite exhilarating to be dodging in and out of the way and just nailing that shot in slow motion, getting in there and whacking the things. It's yeah, I'm I'm waiting for this moment, obviously, where it obviously goes out into a 
a wider world and gets there. But yeah, I'm, I'm having to do it in small bunches at the minute. It's like my son's wanted to watch the game anyway, so it's been handy this weekend where I can just say sit with him in the daytime and watch. Surprisingly, a game that's not bad for that, you know, um, being the sort of game it is, you'd think the language will at least have the, the odd swear here and there, but no, it's uh, surprisingly swear-free in those early hours. Um, yeah, so good so far. You guys, Alfonso, because you were so, so, so up for this game. I want to know how you're feeling on it. Before I start, let me just mention that when I did get it on Tuesday, I didn't start right away because my girlfriend planned this and I had to play the bunker all over again because she wanted to see it. And she did. She <laughs> literally take six hours to play this whole thing from beginning to end. And then I had to take her home. So I didn't end up playing Horizon until like eight o'clock at night. So, yeah, that was just a big waste. But <laughs> heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, it was very heartbreaking. But when I did start it, um, I'm not going to go into too much details into the plot wise, but I'm just going to mention like little pieces like seeing Aloy as a child and her experience being outcast. To me, that was like very emotional. And I just wanted to go in the screen and give her a hug because I started, yeah. I feel like I was about to cry based off, you know, she being shunned out and she pleading to Ross that she, she wants to do this. And like, so I see her, you know, you see her different emotions. She's mad, she's sad, but she's, she's curious to find out why she's shunned out in the world. Yeah. And all the, all the training that she, she, um, she done with Ross and then she grows up. Then you see her different side personality I mostly see the you know, the sarcastic thing, and when I do, that reminds me of Nathan. She's very sarcastic, but she's driven to to reach her goal, just like Nathan. The crafting, you know, all the things you pick up is very easy to craft the weapons. Um, the machines, some of them, I have problems with. Like when it comes to stealth, some of them would see me even though I'm crouched, but some of them don't. When I kill certain ones and I'm stealth, they don't see the machine I kill, but some of them do. So there's a little bug there that I think they need to patch, fix with a patch. Um, like I said, like you yeah, I mentioned, I have played a lot. Right now, I passed the proven. I'm, I'm trying to find Olin. But when I was getting there, I ran into the storm board that um, Kyle was mentioning saying that that could be one of the most um, challenging creatures you fight. And to be honest, it was. And the reason why I had so much problem fighting that because not only did I have to fight the storm, but I also had to fight two snap moles at the same time. So I had oh. three, three of them to fight. I managed to beat one snap maw and the storm bird. By the end of it, I had no more arrows. All my medicine packs are gone. All my potions are gone. And all my resources are gone because of the constant crafting over and over the arrows. That's why I took a break and said, I got to regroup and do some type of other research on how to, you know, get back all my stuff before I, I head back in there. Because right now I'm, I'm kind of trapped into another Stormbird and three more Snap Moths. And I kind of saved it at the fire camp and I haven't gone back since. But at the end of the day, it's a beautiful game. I like the story. Um, it's very intriguing, like how the story is and based off the Syrian, the that type of setting they place. 
And um, I'm just looking forward to moving forward and, and collecting everything. Yeah, understandable. Uh, you were saying about the uh, the sarcastic voice. Uh, the one thing I instantly couldn't get out of for, for a while was, uh, was uh, the fact that it's the same voice actress as uh, Chloe Bryce in Life is Strange. Yeah. It, it yeah, was like, yeah. anyway, it's like this is just Chloe Price. This is just Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, is, is it Chloe's act- voice actress? Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, it was, um, I, oh, oh God, what's it? Max. I thought it was Max's voice actress. No, no, it's Chloe's. Oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't have to object that much. <laughs> what was that noise? What? I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> was someone was someone belching away from the microphone but not far enough oh that was probably a molded sorry i had a resident evil map oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize the sound was <laughs> poor mike he's got stomach issues uh, cool um <laughs> Brilliant. Ben, what about you? How have you been with this game? Oh, I'm really enjoying it. I can't really say too much because you guys are really at the start of the game pretty much. Um, but yeah, I do enjoy The graphics are pretty good. But some, yeah, as you said before, some of it does get a bit flawed, but overall I find it looks a lot better than yeah. most I mean, no open world most, games. Yeah no, yeah, no more than most open world games. It's just that when you hear, oh, it could be better than Uncharted, it's like you... And I went back to check with Uncharted, and it's like, man, differences. For, for wow. scale, I think it's better. Yeah, for scale. But the, fact that the actual and, details, no, because it's it's hard to compare the two anyway, because Uncharted is linear. They can push as much as they want. Exactly. I know it's not open. It's not linear, but you know what I mean? It's not this. Mm. But, you know, Uncharted, you've got more of a straight path. You've got certain paths that you can choose. That you can focus on making sure that that looks as perfect well, this is open, so you can explore anywhere. And so, of course, there's going to be areas that aren't going to be as good as other places because of that. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's a... And, for, yeah, like I said before, for what it is, for being an open game, it, it looks remarkable, you know, for what it is. And can't fault it for that, that's for sure. Yeah. And it's an interesting use of open world. You know, it's fairly densely packed in terms of what yeah. so far I found that you know there's always something or someone nearby and having played you know, playing uh, Wildlands which yes I can talk about a bit um, where it's you know a huge expanse of land but with lots of in between bits not necessarily much going on and really your, dri- your driving force is to go and to explore is to go and collect things whereas you know Horizon it's the world itself just calls to you to explore it. it it doesn't you know drag you into a place by saying oh no, you've got to go and collect this thing over here that's the way we'll make you explore the map it's like it it just you'll see something and go i wonder what's up that way or i wonder what's other way which is always the best way where the best with an open world is if you have something that can just drag your attention away from what you're supposed to be doing you know it's just a glimmer in the distance or oh i think i see something move over there that look i haven't seen before and like that i literally did that on um i think at one point and then ran up to something thinking it was a different animal and it turned out it was one of the training dummies <laughs> oh by the way there, there is a trophy for those by the way oh yeah uh you know the training dummies at the camps yeah 
uh, knock them down with a spear. All right. If you knock all of them down, you'll get a trophy. <laughs> cool. Around the map, of course. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Anything else to say on uh, Horizon? Uh, uh, I can't really say much because I don't want to ruin the, the, yeah, the... In terms of what you played this year, how's it ranking for you so far? Uh, well, it's a contender for the game of the year. Oh, oh yeah. That's what yeah. I was supposed to say. This is my game of the year. I'm nominated now. This is my game of the year. I don't care what else comes out. This is my game of the year. <laughs> I don't think it'll be my game. I don't know if it'll be my game here because I'm not a huge open world guy. That's how good it is. I, mean, I don't like open world games. Yeah, I mean, this is nice. You, you look at what Jim Sterling said. It, yeah. it, it, all the things he hates about open world games, it does. But yeah. he loves the way it does it. And, you know, he's completed the game 100%, collected everything, all that. It's like, despite hating all that busy work in other games, which just tells you how well designed yeah. they've, they've done it. And that's wonderful i again i don't know it's like i don't i can't even say i've probably not really played a game this year that's stellar yet and what are you is telling still... me planet 2000 is not going to be a game of the year <sighs> no i don't think you're leaving crack top five you know? <laughs> <laughs> i played what 15 ish 16 games this year and i think yeah i think it's going to be cracking the top 15 if that's <laughs> so... <laughs> uh... yeah it yeah it's understandable it uh but yeah so far it's early doors for me so i can't really say on that but it, it's more instantly interesting than some of the stuff i've played this year already so that's a something. little tip though is to help find collectibles any mark any merchant will actually sell the maps to show them where they are on the map all right mm-hmm. so you can purchase it from them also you can buy get a free sample box which gives you like crafting ingredients yeah yeah i got that nearly every merchant does it yeah, which is funny, but there you go. It's, yeah, it's weird. Cool. It's, it's nice, but it's it's kind of weird that they all give a free sample. Yeah. What I will say is I found it in this short time to be more interesting than most of the Killzone series in, in already. So oh, yeah. that, that that's a, a definite win for them. Um, so, yeah, I think that's, that's us, Mike. We've, we've done the Horizon talk. <laughs> Cool, and I did hear you, so don't worry, you didn't zone out. <laughs> didn't, Who um... said that? What? What? Who's that? <laughs> I thought Mike had gone back to the gym. Sorry, I'm confused. <laughs> uh, have you guys... Uh, that was pretty interesting, actually. I'm looking forward to playing this. Uh, did you play anything else at all, apart from Horizon? Oh, yeah. Um, ben probably played Final Fantasy. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. little, the event went on this week, Little Ladies Day. So. Little, lady, little Ladies Day. <laughs> basically there's a Japanese tradition where uh, they give gifts to the, their daughters over the week and mm. so Fantasy 14 celebrates it by doing like little events uh, last year it was like a dating simulator where you could pick one of these four pop, one of three pop idols as your favourite pop idol and <laughs> yeah the fictional ones of course yeah of course and this year they, you had to pick which one of the three pop idols you wanted to be the lead singer. And then you got a little outfit, a little boy band outfit and a dance for doing it. Oh, bloody. Uh, <laughs> but the year before that, it, uh, uh, the year before that was um, a father of one of the, I think it was a goldsmith, wanted to make his, uh, his uh, daughter some dolls. 
and had them set up in the actual city. So as you did crafting quests for him, they would actually the the most as you did it as a server, the dolls would actually appear around the city on like stands as the server worked together to do it, Hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, But yeah, it's it's one of the little events that's just a little bit of fun. Then once it's gone, then you won't be able to do it again. So, anything else, Ben? No, that was it. Was it cool? (laughs) Cool. Uh, How about Fonz? Did you play anything else at all, mate? Yeah, like like I mentioned, um, again, the bunker. Um, if you've not (laughs) never heard of it, is um is a live action video game. It's very interesting. I think you might like it because they say this is a horror type, but to me, it's mostly suspenseful. Oh yeah. right, right. Sorry. Yeah, I see. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why. I thought for some reason, um, I, it's probably when that sound cut in on my thing. I thought the bunker was part of Horizon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why. I didn't know it was an actual game. Yeah. Oh, I think I've heard of it now. Actually, now you um, now you mentioned it as a horror type game. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Fair enough. Sweet. Um, I think that's uh, uh, Neil. Yeah, I've got a few. Yeah, it's. Uh... I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you missed the week where I had less, so, so it's uh, a few more this week. Um, played a bit more of The Witcher Three earlier in the week, and yeah, it's still The Witcher Three. It's going to be one of those games I'm going to play about a few hours every other week for the rest of eternity. I think that's it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'll ever finish it, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, I've had Torment sat ready to play, but I was waiting for the patch that was supposed to be coming that some game-breaking problem. That's not come yet, so so that's that. Um, I thought I'd do a little bit of backlog tidying. I finished Ratchet and Clank off. Um, did the last couple of levels of that. Yeah, which is good fun. Good, solid, 8 out of 10 platform of that. It's, uh, get me in the mood for a bit of ukulele in a month's time. So, yeah, can't fault that. Um, obviously Horizon and... I can't go into too much detail. I'm reviewing Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands and uh, the embargo drops, I think, in a few hours from now. But uh, all the same, I don't know my score yet because it's not enough. I only got the game Friday. So, you know, for a big game with a huge open world, and it is huge, it's like it's yeah, it's uh, hard to sort of get an early grasp on it like that. Um, it's better than the beta. It's a, Suggested which was and a couple, a few missions and some just a few weapons. But yeah, you as you just sort of get more and more stuff as you level up and you can upgrade your equipment. It your options become greater. And playing, I was playing co-op last night with some review people, and uh, yeah, we were storming a fortress and it was fantastic the way it ended up going. It was a we wanted to go through the front door because it was like dark at night, but they had a huge iron gate, two big giant floodlights that were supposed to come on. You know, if anyone got alerted, they had two guard sentries posted in pillboxes at the front. So, but all around it at the back, it went off into like just sheer cliff face all around. And But there was like an embankment on one side. So we, we went into the water stealthily, went round up the embankment into the camp, which sort of managed to avoid most of the enemies we picked off the snipers in the towers 
just to get all this was just to get something that wasn't even a main mission thing. It was like an Intel thing to go and find another mission. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were doing so well. We were like covering the guy who went up to get the uh, Intel and he was just coming downstairs when the guy came out, I was about to shoot this other guy that was coming towards me and subsequently towards the door. And then you just heard this uproar of the enemies just chattering away and shouting at each other. It's like, oh, crap. And it's like, yeah, someone, one of the other guys shouts over the mic. It's like, ah, I fucked it, I fucked it, I fucked it. <laughs> like so he botched a headshot. And, of course, the ping had made a noise and, yeah, alerted the guards. And so we ended up having to fight our way out and because we didn't want to go back to the gateway or in the sea because we'd have been picked off like no man's business. We, we fought our way to the back of the base where there was a dock. And there was like some boats there and stuff. And we finally got there. A few of us died here and there, had to be revived. And and then, wham, got out on the boat, sailed over the ocean free to the other side. It was like, wow, just little moments like that. Not even a main story mission or anything. And it was like the best bits of like the phantom pain, you know, but in a sense, you, you could just go somewhere at any point you don't have to go into another back to base into a loading screen back out again all the time to do stuff you are just constantly able to switch up stuff on the fly and i mean the most decent comparison you could make in terms of having a big map and like doing all this stuff you know i mean freeform shooting and carnage and that would be say just cause but where just cause this problem is always lay with the fact they give you too many tools at once to destroy everything and that kind of means you don't get longevity in that whole wow look at us we're destroying the world in in here so here it's like you're getting a gradual drip feed of new equipment and new ways to deal with stuff and yeah that's more rewarding and it see and because the points on the map like the collectibles are effectively up, your upgrades and stuff your skill points your weapon bit you know weapon parts and new weapons and intel for other missions so it always ties in nicely, and mean, meaning it drags you out to parts of the map that you know otherwise you'd probably not bother going to. Which, as I said, there are big pockets of nothing, you know, being such a big map. That, even though each area is quite diverse in terms of what's around, and but it's yeah, I can't fault it in a lot of ways. It's nice to see the bigger game at work and just the flow of it when you go from doing one job to the next job and you can take it in any way you want. If you want to go and do the hardest part of the read, the entire provinces, you can go and do that straight away if you want and then come back round and do the other stuff. It's very free form. And I like that. Obviously the idea is you're taking out the underlings of a cartel and then taking up, then taking up the, the bosses before heading on to the big guy. And it's just like, you do that, Pretty much, like I said, the same way you do it with just cause by destabilizing. But here, it's not blow out all their shit up. It's you, know, you can do it by ruining their businesses by making sure customers don't visit them again by just shooting the place up. And like, there's a casino mission where you do that, where you basically go in, destroy all the casino equipment, and it ruins the guy and it forces him to go to his safe house, you know, in the middle of the island. So you can go there and. Instead of killing him, you end up catching him, you know, capturing him for intelligence. So it's it's nice that not every option is just oh here's this mini boss guy now you've got to kill him dead and that's it. That you can just make them surrender and take him out that way. Yeah, so it's like on the one hand it's very deep in a sense in a very ghost recon way. You know the series is very good for tactical stuff, but 
the other end of it it's got that shallowness of watchdogs you know more the first watchdog with a few of the trinkets that came with it in terms of you know the combat's (coughs) fine you know it it, it's supposed to be slow paced it's not i'm going to go dual wielding in there with and see how it goes it's you can take the forward approach you know a few missions i've just gone in in a helicopter and ordered my teammates to assault everyone in the area before we land and then just drop on top of where we got to get something, get it and then go out again. It's, you know, you've got that free form ability to do whatever you want in terms of how you approach a mission. And that, which is, like I said, the best parts of the Phantom Pain are that where you can just, you could do the same mission several ways. And uh, as you, with this as well, because you unlock so much more as you go, you could do it. A, a few more ways again so it stops the repetition of doing the same old same old from really setting in for quite a long time which is nice so yeah i'm genuinely more impressed than i thought i'd be with it and i don't think it'd be the greatest game and i think this is as bad as titanfall 2 releasing between battlefield and call of duty the fact that they're putting it out the same week as what you know near uh Obviously, we just had Switch launch and Horizon and stuff like that. It, it, just too much stuff that they picked the wrong week. They could have gone next week and had a little gap between stuff, but obviously Mass Effect's the week after that. So they couldn't win in that regard. But I, th- I think it's one of those games that could grow because, you know, being co-op, it works well in that regard. And I, li- I like games that don't really require competition, but, you know, working together and to be honest, the, the season pass stuff sounds good. You know, the whole, un, you could do undercover stuff and uh, be in the cartel yourself. And that, I, I'm hoping that'll be cool too. But yeah, yeah, good game so far. A genuine surprise. Probably, again, not a game of the year, but one of those ones I'll look back fondly on, I think, as time goes on. We shall see as I play more and more of it. And that'll do me. Cool. Well, I guess that just leaves me. Um, like I said, no Horizon. Um, haven't played the game yet. Should be getting it for my birthday, so it'd be good. Although I got loads of other games to play as well, so God knows when I get round to it. I got Alien Isolation for my birthday last year, and I've only just installed it. So. <laughs> You're like me with Blu-rays. I've just got like Blu-rays from like two Christmases ago where I've still not watched them because I just can't bring myself to it's like Like Mad Max Fury Road, I got it because I really want to watch it again at home. And I just, I can't get myself to watch it. I want to, but it's just like, I don't know. It's like, there's this mental block of, I have to see it. I have to have the time to see it and appreciate it. It's like, it's not the sort of film you can just go, yeah, I'll stick it on the background and while I'm doing something else. It's, uh, I've just added to that pile by getting like the Predator trilogy and Terminator and on Blu-ray as well. Just updating the classics. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the game backlog is also similar at this point where there are some games where I started like 2% of and then, yeah, I, I'll go back to that later. And it's like, yeah, with reviews as well, it, it's a big problem that you end up with a, a bit of a backlog over time. <laughs> yeah, quite right. Um, yeah, so um, I've been on, mostly been on Resident Evil 7. I've started, a, um, obviously I wasn't on last week, so I've done this. I started this probably just over a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I run on Madhouse which is um which I started to regret about halfway through because I just kept getting <laughs> killed over. I mean I don't get me wrong, I mean I, I really love the game. I think I'm actually enjoying it the second time through more, although 
Madhouse is it is really it is hardcore. I mean, it really is. It's not just a higher difficulty. Things are, you know, there's obviously there's less ammo and stuff like that. But things enemy there's more enemies, different placements. Some enemies are completely. A lot of them are quite different. I mean, Jack, for example, without spoiling, he has a whole new kind of. Um, he's a lot. One thing they're a lot faster as well. But he he will now stalk you at certain points where he didn't even where he wasn't there before, which is quite different. Um, it's yeah. It's you obviously need cassette tapes now to um, record your progress, kind of like you needed ink ribbons before to use a typewriter. I use cassettes with the um, tape recorder, unlike the not regular modes. You just had to walk up to a tape recorder and you could save it. So that kind of brought back a lot of the old school resi feel. Um, but yeah, it's um, it is really it's bloody challenging. It is it, it it's definitely probably one of the hardest Resident Evil games, Resident Evil hard modes that I've been through. Um, Zero is probably. Um, I don't think I definitely didn't die as many times on zero as I have on this. I think zero, I just run out of ammo. And um, this is more of a health thing. I mean, ammo is scarce, but I'm pretty, I'm not too bad at the survival horror kind of ammunition kind of conservation and stuff. It's more a health thing, really. Those bloody moldies. I have to keep remembering to um to block. I keep forgetting to block all the time, to be honest. So that's probably so that's my own fault. But yeah, it's definitely been really, it's definitely been enjoyable though. Very very tough, enjoyable. The boat section really dragged because i just kept dying and dying and dying you know when you're playing as mia uh because of the um you know the machine gun's pretty crap to be honest um but i'm almost at the end now i'm in the i'm in the um i'm in the mines now um i've uh i've saved it just before um a major kind of uh battle that's gonna happen not not the final battle but something you know there's quite a big sort of fight that goes on i'm sure anyone who's played who's played the games knows what i'm on about um, before you sort of exit the mine, there's a lot of combat that goes on. So I'm just before there. Um, I've got quite. A, I've actually got. I've stocked up on healing items and a lot of ammo and stuff. So I'm just having a bit of trouble getting through two rather annoying enemies. Um, but I think I've got um, a good strategy sorted out. So yeah, I'm almost near the end. I also got the um, reward. I got the uh, uh, trophy achievement for um, getting all the uh, uh, ancient coins as well in Madhouse because there's more of them. There's like 33 in Madhouse, and I think there's only like 16 in normal mode. So I'm pleased about that. Um, yeah, but I'll be glad to go through it. Uh, I think uh, I'll probably play it on normal from now on. <laughs> but um, it's good. It definitely is definitely something you want to do. Definitely, you definitely want to do it. It's, it, it's, it's definitely rewarding. I mean, it's rewarding whenever you beat a boss. When you finally beat a boss in Madhouse, so completing the game must be, I imagine, that must be more rewarded. So I definitely recommend doing it. Who is the echoing off? What? Could anyone else hear that echo? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I can hear it. Okay. I was muted though, so. I was muted also. I could hear something. Okay. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> you kind of interrupted my flow there. <laughs> Sorry, it was just it was getting that, worse no. and worse as you were going on. So. Oh, all right. Um, no, that's weird. Um, no, it's gone. Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. Okay, carry on. Sorry about that. That was weird. No, um, uh, that, that was actually, I was getting to the end anyway. So um, I was saying it's definitely worth doing. You definitely want to try it, but you need a lot of patience with it, a lot of patience and a lot of planning. And you will die a lot and you have to come back and keep trying. So, oh, okay, I've got to do this and not this. It's very, it's very much trial and error, definitely. Resi uh, souls. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah um apart from that um 
I went on a bit of Shenmue 2 with my niece because she loves playing that. So I play that when she's round here um, on the old Dreamcast, which is great. Slowly going through that. I think I've been started it like a year ago, but <laughs> she, only, she only comes around here about once a month. So I always save it for her to see. So, you know, I love that game still. So, uh, yeah. Well, hopefully cool. they'll come out on PS4 because I'll play them then because I haven't played one or two yet. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. A battery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's about it. Um, once Resi, uh, once Resi Seven is done, I probably um, uh, I need to finish off a couple of other things as well. But I wanted to clear Madhouse, so I'm, I'm pleased I'm near the end of that. It's, uh, yeah, bloody tough, but um, really enjoyable. But yeah, uh, great game, really good game as well. Definitely, I I think I've enjoyed it more this time, despite the frustration of dying a lot. So yeah, I really hope they fast track uh, a Resident Evil Eight after this because it's um, they're definitely on the right path. Um, and that's that's about it. <laughs> hmm. So, um, does that about wrap us up, guys? Well, we have our, our new regular feature just to go before we Ooh, do the... Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Um, as you may remember, Mike, we did the uh, score prediction a couple of weeks ago when, with uh, Horizon before you weren't here, which yes. I, I won that particular one. Oh. Did it on? Sorry? 88 what? in the end. Oh. 88. And I, I picked 90? 90. You picked 90 along with Alfonso. I picked 89. Um, wow. Right. <laughs> Last week, because we didn't know if Nears would get scores, we uh, went for Torment. Um, the prediction was Kyle voted in your stead as he was here. So he voted 74. Gary voted 74 because Gary hates games. Alfonso <laughs> voted 77. Uh, I voted 79. And Ben through the power of randomators, uh, chose 96. <laughs> now. Come on, 96. Night. Now, obviously, to make this fair, we're doing it on the platform it came out on because yeah. we are a PlayStation site. Because if it had been all format, I, w- I would have gone to it like this week. But as the PlayStation version is a bit botched, the final score was 76 which means this week's winner is alfonso it was 77 <laughs> yeah bragging right let's go yeah. <laughs> so there you go so after two weeks running it's uh, me with one point and alfonso with one point this week yes it has import reviews but we are going to do near automata to you um gary has quite happily subjected his uh final score prediction uh he says 86 just to say it currently stands at 93 on uh open critic but that is only after five reviews at import right. so that could well change when the the, the not you know people who aren't fans go and get it if you know what i mean so um so yeah i he says yeah, alfonso as you are this week's winner you can select your score first near automata what do you think the average score will be on Overall, on Metacritic. Uh, I'm going to go with 87. 87. Playing it close. Playing it close. I like it. Michael, what about you? <laughs> it still sounds weird when you call me that. <laughs> so used to box, sorry. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> um, ooh, uh, oh, crap. Shut up. Sorry, I'm going to Dramatic music for the numbering time. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Metacritic playing traders all the time, man. Oh, you should have kept it on. Yeah. 
Um, okay. Uh, He's going to make the crit to cheat. I'm not cheating. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I looked at what it was on. I looked at, I put on near in Google and saw what it was on there. It's only what Neil said, so. That's from the uh, import review, so is it? Yes, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll say 89. Ooh, he's going strong and high. Yeah, I'll say 89. I was going to say 90, but I'll go 89 this time. I'll go a point down. I'm going to go take the low road and go 84 for me. Okay. Uh, Benjamin. Because I don't know anything about this game or what it is or even what who's Square Enix is that that's publishing it or something. That, that's correct, yeah, and Platinum that, are making it. That's all I know about the game. So I've decided to go back to random.org, but obviously <laughs> it will serve me well. And yeah. it said I'll get 91. 91. <laughs> well, at least you're in keeping this time. So. <laughs> okay, so there we go. Uh, just to recap, uh, I said 84, Mike said 89, Gary said 86, Alfonso says 87, and Ben says 91. And <laughs> also this week you may notice... Uh, as well as your average Unchained per host, we have uh, our WWE Fastlane predictions next. Oh, yes! I forgot about that! Yes! But that will be uh, <laughs> in a separate <laughs> mini-podcast. <laughs> Wait, I want to be on that. I, I want to be on that. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. We'll have Alfonso. We'll make it a, a triple threat, if you will. <laughs> Excellent. Cool, so yeah, sorry. Back to you, Mike, in the studio. In the studio. <laughs> hey, that means I'm going to be on four podcasts this weekend, technically. <laughs> it's not really a podcast when it goes for ten minutes. I don't care. <laughs> I'm counting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Gotta have them all. Um, yeah, Hold well... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that about wraps us up, actually, guys. Um, so I guess we go into the um, uh, the sort of end of the show now. Uh, guy, uh, how we can um, con- how you can contact us all... Um, I might as well kick stuff off. Um, people are still adding me on PSN, so I might as well keep reading that out. Yeah, If you want to um, add me to PSN, guys, you can, um, and you have been, so thank you. Uh, my uh, name is uh, Billy underscore Cohen 84. That's Billy underscore Cohen 84, capital B, capital C. Uh, it's a Resident Evil Zero character for reference. Um, if you want to email me, you can do so at mike.harrodins.psu.com. Uh, I don't have Twitter, but um, I have Facebook if you want to, for whatever reason, add me on there. <laughs> Michael Harridans. Um, uh Ben, over to you. How can people follow or stalk you? Uh, you can for- send me a message on PSN as Chili. I blocked friend requests just because of how many friends I have now. Like, it's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> once, you get, once you get to I'm the four just... digits, you kind of... Oh, God. Once you get to the four digits, you realise maybe I've got too many. All right, wow. That's insane. <laughs> um, but you can contact me on uh, Twitter, chili underscore UK, uh, ben.shillabithall at psu.com, or podcast at psu.com, or all the different ways. Cool. Um, Fonz, uh, I can't remember if you gave out your details the last few times, but uh, now's your chance, mate, if you want to. First, I just want to shout out you guys, you know, fourth time being on the podcast. Still loving it. We'll never get tired of it. Like I said, always want to be on every episode. Um, I swear. You could just, you know, anyone who wants to add me on PSN, it's SNOVA34Z. That's S-N-O-V-A-34Z. And to you guys, just keep up the good work with the reviews and 
that's that's it cheers buddy and yeah it's great to have you on as well dude um that's um four episodes now man yeah you're becoming you're a regular so <laughs> yeah you've almost beaten mike uh. this year speak <laughs> <laughs> of the lie <laughs> Um, and last but not least, Neil, how can people stalk you? I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Christ, no, I'm t- far too old for t- stalking, either way. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can get me on Twitter at Nesco, it's N-E-Z-Z-K-O, all lowercase. Uh, PSN, uh, probably not bother with PSN, to be honest, but hey, why not? Son of Venom, all one word, all lowercase. I don't really talk to people that much and tend to hide everything because reviews and stuff. So it is not really that interesting. You might occasionally see I'm playing something that's not out yet. That's about as thrilling as I get. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> nice one, buddy. Wow. Well, um, yeah, I think we're about um, at the end of the podcast now, chaps. We will be back again uh, next week. Uh, we are hoping to have some more guests on as well. As I keep saying, Don, who used to... Our um, old um, PlayStation um, uh, derailed uh, host and um, staff writer and editor, actually. He's, um, he's hoping to pop in at some point. We're trying to get our schedules aligned and everything. Um, so that should be good. And obviously, Rob's absolutely We're trying to get him on again. And I would, uh, there's no need to save Fonz anymore because he's not actually a guest anymore. <laughs> he's part of the full. I, I hope Don does come on soon because it's because of Don that I even got into, you know, knowing about PSU. And I would like to explain that with him whenever he comes on. Oh, he will. Don't worry, mate. He will. I told him that you've been on the podcast, and he think, he thought that was awesome. So um, he definitely wants to come on, man. So uh, I, I, I'm going to message him again um, soon and try and get it sorted out. It was going to happen last week, but obviously because uh, we had some, we had Carl and every, we wanted to do the Horizon thing, so it would have been a bit too crowded to have Don on as well. So we're, we're definitely having him on as soon as possible. I'll let you guys know. Mike had to go I, to his gym. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> um, cool. Um, well, that's episode one um, one five seven done, guys. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Uh, I don't know who's hosting, but uh, it probably won't be hey, me. I, I, I'll um, do a quick shout out. Uh, shout out to Evolve Mayor, Samus Rageborn. Shout out to Phoenix Down Radio, Klaus. Shout out to everyone who's been listening. Uh, shout out to all the PSU crew, all you guys here who joined me on today's episode. Thanks very much to Don, to Rob. All uh, PSU staff members, past and present, uh, any of the guys I've met recently at events as well. You, um, it's really good company chatting to you guys and everything. It's been really cool. And um, yeah, we'll, Neil, even do, sh- we'll even do a shout out to future PSU staff members. So if you ever listen to this in the future, <laughs> then we're already shouting you out. We're just that kind. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neil, any shout outs from you, buddy? Um, no, I will just finally end it on saying that uh, as Alfonso did indeed win the score prediction round from last week he will get to say the final word this week yes bragging right let's go <laughs> all right well i guess that um yeah i guess that wraps me up then guys um i will hand you over to alfonso uh yeah uh see you next episode guys uh fons uh take it away <laughs> all i have to say is thank you and farewell to hugh jackman as playing one of the best characters in marvel history take care <laughs>